performers happiness in the arts podcast that's meant to gas up musical theater performers as they pursue a long career on the stage we bring flatulent happiness to ourselves and to each other through integrity authenticity love and of course humor all guests on this podcast are out to help musical theater performers and while we do it ah we may laugh at the simple things like the word penis penis Oh my gosh, brilliant. Hello. Perfect oh, timing. <laughs> perfect, perfect timing. You guys, I would like to welcome Eddie Gutierrez right here. He is a singer, actor, dancer who I met at a Halloween party last mm-hmm. Friday. <laughs> I know. What what serendipity that was. I know. And he says, I know you. And I, yeah, I, okay. I, and I was like, okay, <laughs> I am a social media slut. So I, <laughs> I went, okay, okay. Yes, yes, I get around. Yeah. I don't and, know. I, I mean, like, I we have to have met in person beforehand, I think. No, who knows? Maybe, who knows? Uh, we, we, I haven't looked at our friends in common, but I'm sure right. we have quite a few. Oh, my God. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, oh, my gosh, Eddie, thank you so much for agreeing to come on. And oh, I'm really pleasure. excited to be talking about your job with this. Yeah. I don't even know what to call it. It's like the Michael Bennett what? What is it called? Uh, the Michael Bennett Estate. You guys... Okay, could you mm-hmm. imagine being like, I work for an estate, thank you. <laughs> Would you mind first, ex- actually explain your story, what you told me at that party, how your journey and how you ended up getting into that. Right, right, right. So um, so Michael Bennett, for those who don't know, uh, was the creator, uh, director, choreographer of a lot of hit Broadway musicals in the 70s and 80s, including A Chorus Line and Dreamgirls. Um, and, uh, unfortunately he passed away at the end of the eighties, uh, due to HIV AIDS related complications. Um, but due to, um, many people who, who put in a lot of sweat, blood and tears, they preserved his work, uh, as is, uh, through the decades. Um, and the most prolific of those projects was a chorus line. Um, and so Byrick Lee, who was the original Connie Wong in A Chorus Line in 1975, she took it upon herself to make sure the show stayed alive, all of his direction and choreography stayed alive, um, and she's kept A Chorus Line going since then. I ended up working with her in 2012 on the national tour, and, uh, and then several times since then. I worked on uh, the Hollywood Bowl production as well as the City Center production. And uh, just from working with them, I always knew that I was obsessed with the show, A, and B, um, I'd always had an interest in directing, uh, directing. And I w- knew that I wanted a chorus line to be a part of my wheelhouse, not just as a performer, but as a director choreographer. And so eventually, after working with her for some time, I asked her, um, I'm very interested and I would love to be trained in all his direction and choreography. And I also knew that several people had done this a similar thing in the past, so I knew that was an option, and so I just pursued it. And uh, on the national tour that happened in uh, last year, 2018, I used that as my training ground with Byerkley and the Michael Bennett Estate uh, to be trained in the show. And so that's what happened. And since then, it's been a, a year and a half, I guess, since I finished working with them. Uh, I've worked on, uh, four other productions of the show since as, as a director choreographer. And it's, it just has, uh, opened doors in really, really cool ways that I, I, not that I never knew, but I had just always hoped for. Um, so yeah, it's really exciting, really, really exciting, both because I'm obsessed with this show and too, because I've always wanted to be on the other side of the table. So, oh, yeah, I that's just how I got here. love that. 
that. So you guys yeah. can imagine, I'm sitting at this Halloween party going, oh my God, you need to share this. <laughs> So what other estates are available out there? Are you familiar with other Yeah, other yeah. I mean, uh, two other famous ones that uh, are very um, active are the Jerome Robbins estate, West Side Story, et cetera, and uh, the Fosse estate. The Fosse estate especially is really active um, because they've been running workshops uh, for years now, uh, making sure the choreography has passed on. And especially now with um, FX's Fosse Verdon, they were involved in that as well, making sure that oh. the choreography used for the show and that his story and everything um, was true to the artistic vision that he had. So um, those are two other ones that are very active and, and have people carrying the torch and passing it on to the next generation. Yeah. I would like to go to West Side Story because mm -hmm. West Side Story was reimagined on Broadway. Right, right. So mm -hmm. how does that work with the estate? Right, that, that uh, requires special permission being granted. Um, so this new revival that's, being, that's in rehearsal right now that will be opening uh, later this year, um, or early next year, I can't remember the date. Oh, but... yeah, I've seen the commercials. Very yeah, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So, so they had to request special permission to, to do this um, highly revised uh, version of the show. Mm -hmm. um, similarly, the Bennett Estate is uh, dealing with a production right now in uh, just outside of D.C. at the Signature Theater. They requested special permission to reimagine a chorus line, um, and the estate gave them the permission, and, and they were involved in auditions um, to make sure that, uh, that everything was kosher, so to speak. Um, and so, yeah, so with these highly regarded uh, infamous shows, um, whose choreography is so intact and choreography and staging and direction are so intact to this day, um, these estates definitely have a stronger hold on them. And if you want to do something that's, that veers off the path um, in, a, in a dramatic way, you do have to generally ask for permission if it's a high enough profile uh, theater or production. Oh, wow. That's super interesting. Mm -hmm. You know, I wonder if they're going to create an estate for this interview right here. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we have to die first, so it'll be oh, a while. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's let's be that. Let's let that be a while. Yeah. Lauren, so cool to see you on here. John, Lori, I miss you mm -hmm. too. Mike, hello. Oh gosh. Hello, everybody. People. Hello, everybody. <laughs> Love seeing you on here. Okay, so what? How often are there openings for this job? Are there a lot of openings? How do you find, is it Google or is it right, just who you right. know? Or? I think this is a who you know kind of situation. Okay. Uh, I was actually just asked this. Um, I went to go teach in Dallas, a production that's happening there. Um, and I was explaining to the, the cast there, because I was kind of, I, the way I was introduced to the cast was um, uh, I was part of a training program for the Michael Bennett estate. Oh. Which, which really wasn't the case. There, is, right. there isn't really a training program for, for my situation. It really was, I saw an opportunity, I knew that this was a possibility, and I pursued it. Um, where, whereas other things, like the Fosse Estate, for instance, they have these special classes that they do uh, that, is, that are invite only. So um, from there, you have to know someone to get in, and then once you're in, you, get, you start swimming in the circles, and uh, you start picking up the material, and, and it, things are getting passed to you. Um, so it's definitely not, uh, and especially with the Jerome Robbins estate, there's really no, no way in unless you know somebody. Um, the, these highly prolific choreographer estates are definitely uh, about connections and uh, networking to get in. Um, 
I wish they were more accessible. I'd like you can like send in an application or something. I think that would be a great way in. Um, but unfortunately, that's not what exists currently. So it really is this. about seizing your opportunities when they are they, when they uh, are presented to you. Just to open up the can of worms, would reaching out mm. to you be a, be an opportunity for seizing? Worse oh, absolutely, than, and uh, yeah. and people have. That's uh, so cool. Yeah, and because um, I usually, when I do the production, I usually always have an assistant. Um, so uh, I've had people who have asked me, "Hey, I've always been very interested. Can I come on come on board? Can I come on board?" And so, uh, yeah, there's always a position available with me whenever I'm doing it for sure. What about physical abilities? You could have, of course, dancing, let's say. Right, of course. course yes, 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 you yes. have the dancing as your background, but in your background, mm. but as you age, you start losing some things. Oh, absolutely. So does that bump you off it? Because if the original Connie has been doing it for so long, oh, yeah. I'm assuming that there isn't, but I actually just want to check. Right, no, no, uh, the, there really isn't. As long as you uh, can still demonstrate and move, uh, you're fine. She's uh she's in all, her she's late like 70s and ponche. yeah exactly literally she's i'm not doing it well ponche. the thing is though I, it's amazing she it's funny there's this um there's a warm-up she does for uh for every production of a chorus line she does and it's beastly it's so intense it's about an hour and a half long and she does the full thing it's amazing she's i love her that's amazing she's so in shape um and every everyone who is older who works with her as an assistant or anything they're all very much in shape. Um, uh, so yes, you might have to mark a few things uh, or the leg doesn't go as high, but for the most part, people are demonstrating and, and doing it even, even well into their into middle age and, and late age as well. Wow. Yeah. Okay, so she is fierce. So yes, absolutely. Just, if you ever just, meet her, she's a firecracker. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I now want to meet her. Oh, Actually, yeah, absolutely. I would love to see her in action. Oh, she should yes. sell tickets for people to watch <laughs> her in action. I think that actually, I think people would pay for it. Oh, absolutely. I mean, people try to get into the rehearsal rooms with her constantly. Anytime she's doing a show, people are always like, can I just sit and observe? And she, she'll, she's very receptive to it. However, she's very strict. She never wants too many people in a room. Um, she, wants, she wants to make sure that the rehearsal process is respected, but she always sets a few chairs aside for people to come and observe or, or assist or um, just to learn. Um, so, yeah. No, it's she's impressive been, yeah. what she's doing. Yeah, no, and she wants to... I, I love that. Do you know which estate was the first one to come into existence? No, I don't. I mean, I would assume... I mean, there's been estates for everything, you know. Uh, but specifically for choreography, have, though. For choreography, uh, I don't know. I mean, whatever choreography gets. I mean, the oldest choreography that I can think of that still gets passed down in the musical theater is Agnes, Agnes DeMille for, for things like Carousel in Oklahoma. Mm. Um, I, I, I can't think of anything older necessarily that, that is uh, prolifically passed down. Um, that's a good question. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, just interesting because somebody had to think of this to be a thing. Right. I mean, I mean the thing is, I mean? right. That, yes, that yes. And, and general is an entrepreneur who's going, wait a second. This right. is so good. I right. need to protect it and make sure it's continued on. Oh, absolutely. You know, I think, I think choreography has had such an interesting place in the musical theater world because for so long it was so hard to record it. I mean, before the advent of, of 
video. Um, I mean, there was definitely types of choreographic notation that was developed that wasn't super effective because it consisted of uh, symbols and, and hieroglyphics, basically. Um, so choreography would frequently get lost in the musical theater canon, even though for many productions, it was uh, just as important as the music or, or the book. Um, but uh, so I think these estates popped up as a way to do that, to preserve it, um, to, to make sure that it gets passed on. I mean, any, any artistic front uh, estates try to take care of the work um, and make sure that, that it, it, it is honored uh, in generations to come. But uh, choreographies had a really tough time with that. So, so a few of these estates definitely, um, it was their mission to make sure that these, these artistic works uh, stayed alive. Um, Absolutely. So, so yeah, yeah, no, it's, 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 yes, entrepreneurial, but it's, it's also just, you know, from an artistic uh, purpose to make sure that, that we don't lose these gems uh, of history. I love that. Just mm -hmm. how this interview is now officially <laughs> preserved <a gem>. forever. <laughs> preserved forever. Well, thank you so much for coming on because oh, my pleasure. With, within this group, we're in NYC musical theater performers. Mm -hmm. We really are just here to help each other out. Oh yeah. With things and just even exposing people to this as this could be a career that I might love, or even a side hustle thing that you do between gigs. I mean, there's so many. Uh, my mind's blown and it this has got my my brain now thinking what other opportunities could be out there which is super cool i think your screen has frozen it has <laughs> let's see if it catches up you got frozen screen let's see oh we lost him he'll come back so in the meantime guys as this, as he tries to come back on this video, I just want to say that when it comes to survivor jobs, and definitely check out the the interview down the feed or in the podcast farts performing performers happiness and the arts that spoke about survivor jobs you gotta be willing and know that there's so many ways to be outside of the box you do not have to be necessarily working as say a waiter or working in fitness. I mean, there are so many stereotypical things that we do because we think that's all that we know that could really be available to us, but there's so much more, so much more. So always investigate, ask around regularly because you never know what you are missing. Well, for some reason he's not coming back on, but that's okay. I'm gonna give him a call to check up on him because honestly we did get to the end of our interview and I could not be more grateful. Feel free to reach out to him Anytime you want to get more info from Eddie Gutierrez on this subject, especially if you might be interested in diving in yourself. All right. Take care, everyone. Bye.